Hello, hello. This is Emily. Dandana. We are here. We are is here. It, are, we, are, we, are you confident it's working, Emily? <laughs> Inshallah. We'll never know because I can't yeah. open the live stream exactly. at the same time. But we just tried to set this up in the last half hour to be with you guys live. And it's a privilege. We yeah, managed. we're so glad we made it. Yes, yes. Hopefully. Yeah. And thanks, Emily, for the... Uh, and uh, and Ahmed, shout out to yeah. Root yeah. Radio it's for having great. us. Yes, Ahmed, thank you so much from Root Radio. He's been bearing with us for the last hour, walking us through this step by step. And without further ado, welcome to our latest episode. episode. Yeah, welcome, welcome. A very special episode. Yes. Maybe, Christina, you want to talk a little bit um, about it. I think it'll be nice for all of us to chip in, but without further ado, as you said, uh, ambient music, we decided to delve into what it might sound like in our region. Uh, and I think each one of us dived in and found out something different, um, depending on the research approach. However, first dive, Chris. Sorry? Share with us your first dive. Oh, so my first dive was through Google, uh, which was the moment you type in ambient and Arabic or any anything from the region. You don't tell me you another, another oriental ambient mix. Of... Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what you get. So then you, you start talking to people and start delving into it. And obviously, uh, we have to here sort of credit the fact that ambient music did emerge in the, in the West. However, recently, there has been more developments in our region where people or musicians are embracing it. And there's lovely and wonderful works that are being done. And so I'm actually really thrilled to share with you uh, some of the works that I have discovered. Mm. But when you're saying ambient music, you mean like this genre, this Western understanding of kind of music that creates an ambience, that creates a space that is not so much of a about a narrative like story, but rather like putting transporting you into a certain mood. I just think mm. of like a lot of this yoga, meditation, new age stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think just because we've always been looking at a certain geography or a certain theme, it was good to take this detour and to look at feelings and look at how music can kind of help you create an, um, a space. And especially now we're constantly like dealing with information. It's also good to have like these sonic spaces where we can just kind of let all of this stuff going on in our head unfold. Totally. And uh, that's where... Brian Eno's sort of definition speaking about it says that uh, ambient music should be able to accommodate many levels of listening attention without enforcing any particular one mm. and it's an interesting balance to listen to a lot of the tracks and try to think okay is this something that I'm fully aware of or not fully aware of and also the borders between actually ambient music and then its evolution and influence of techno and electronic and experimental music historically. Well, generally, that's the problem with genres, you know? It's yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a bucket that people start to have the need to fill things in. Yeah. Problematic in its own way. So uh, I stick to the, to the traditional form of what ambient music is, is kind of identified as. And uh, that was my selection. It's what more like kind of at classical ambient compositions but from the region from from the greater mina region in my case mm. okay. what about you emily well it's a mix i mean i i think for me mostly it was a way of looking at how people process the soundscapes around them and i think 
a lot of music is coming from Lebanon and a lot of people mention the sounds of, of war and the sounds of bullets and the sounds of, uh, yeah, kind of military-related... Colonialism and occupation, yeah. Yes. So it, it's just a very contrasted um, perspective on ambient music than what we what we understand under Brian Eno's definition. Yeah, and, very, very... And so, and there's so much darkness I felt in this music, where it's like when you're coming with like music for airports idea of ambient yeah. music, it's just it's a total contrast to what you what you expect, and and I think that's I think also when when we first brainstormed about ambient music, I wanted to see if making this type of music, especially for for artists living in the diaspora from the greater greater Mina region can somehow replicate a sense of home, nostalgic like belonging and and sense of place. And I think I felt that in a lot of the music that I found that there was a lot of like these signifiers, sonic signifiers that like very much very much signified this is from Lebanon, this is from Iran, this is from somewhere. And, yeah. yeah. So I think it's also like a connection to some kind of a lost home. Yeah. I think as a, as a as a genre, it allows it gives the artist more space uh, to 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 capture those uh, uh, memories or those soundscapes because the structure of it, you know, it's kind of relatively beatless, so it gives you more space to introduce mm. those soundscapes and those sounds, and and that's true. Like throughout throughout uh, like my research and from the music I know that ambient music that came out of the region there's a complete uh, uh, there's a very drastic difference like you said compared to this new wave um, uh, walkness kind of music in the western world mm. which is very like because it resembles the ambience of those spaces while like yeah um, I think that place uh, place and memory and emotions seem to play an integral part in the creation uh, and manipulation of sound. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so before I introduce uh, my first song, uh, as we agreed, <laughs> um, I want. I just want to give a big shout out to uh, Ziad Nofal and Maurice Lupa, who sort of directed me. Uh, in my research um, and I would love to start with a musician from Iran called uh, Saba Alizadeh who is tackling through his current album called Scattered Memories issues surrounding water shortage in the region. He studies experimental sound practices um, and mixes the personal and the political within his acoustic cosmos. Um, so the song that we'll, we will be listening to is called Elegy for Water and a lot of the music within it is from field recordings and samples he captured around uh, Tehran. Amazing. So, um, so I'll put it on, hopefully. Thank you. Yeah.
dark and um Watery. powerful yeah water, right I, I love the sounds of water in there yeah i actually came across like a um an lp recently released on where was it released i think sub rosa and it's also about water and the relationship of humans to waters and so on but again in a western perspective yeah it's less dark than this <laughs> yeah i think a lot of my tracks today will be dark okay <laughs> yeah which looks back which is back to like emily's point like there's somehow the majority of ambient music coming out of the region it's either this uh, like kind of commercially oriented ambient vibes or majority of like the work when there's lots of artistic work put into it the the output somehow is dark somehow on some mm. yeah it's very interesting it's like two different ideas of escaping mm. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I just came through because I noticed my microphone wasn't working. So no, 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 no. no, no but so in one way, you have this, you have this processing with a lot of struggle, of a, of struggle and of, of of suffering in this very dark way, and then you also have this uh, this wish from some people to kind of get out of their daily life and create this utopian sounding universe where everything is like heavenly and cosmic and celestial voices. So we don't seem to find that much. Oh, I, I wasn't able to find that. No, but, not um, at all. I, yeah, I from our region. Yeah. yeah. So Yemen, are you next? On that note, yes, on happiness and, and so on, yeah. I'll play a song of extreme happiness. Lovely. But- yeah. So even though the title is Song of Extreme Happiness, I'm, I'm curious to get your feedback on how you describe that sound. It's released on Anihaya Records in 2013. Allah Anihaya, is a brilliant record label. They are. By Raid Yasin, Sharif Sahnawi, and Hatem Iman. Mm-hmm. Beirut, they've been releasing some incredible music uh, for for a while now. Rabia Baini is one of, in my opinion, one of the most brilliant electronic music artist at the moment globally uh, he's lebanese he's based in berlin he releases uh, so he have his own record label called morphine records and his uh, uh, alter ego is morphosis his this is the first release he made ever in 2013 under his uh, real name which is Rabia Baini. on morphine and morphosis it's more like techno hardcore techno and he have lots of projects reviving like working with experimental uh, with the uh, local folk uh, musicians from around the world, from Indonesia, Bahrain, Iran, uh, South America, and so on, uh, working with them, combining their work with some electronic compositions, and it's just brilliant. Um, so I highly recommend you checking him out. Um, the whole album is brilliant. It's called El Bidaya. On mm-hmm. El Bidaya. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I noticed that. Nice, uh, almost pun. A beginning is always an end. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. في نهايتي بدايتي هذا ألفا أوميغا Let's go
And we're back. Yes. Um, Who's playing the sax? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, his name is the Piero Betolo Bon, uh, and so he collaborated with three artists. Uh, one uh, Piero on uh, woodwind, and uh, I think Tommaso Capiglianto or something like this is on drums. Uh, and the whole album was recorded in one go. Wow. Uh, live session it's it's, it's it's a brilliant lp and donato dozzi and mike Huckby both were credited for um i think for mastering and production mm, uh, nice yeah it's a really incredible Hello. song yeah, yeah yeah evoked commas and punctuation marks a lot in my head <laughs> <laughs> right emily okay um, i'm gonna add another song from lebanon by the artist sari musa have you heard of him mm, yeah, yeah. So he's been active in uh, in the Beirut electronic and underground scene, I think, for for over a decade. And he was known for uh, sorry, Sari Musa, we Musa Musa Musa, and he had been producing under the pseudonym Radio KVM. So this is his first uh, release under his name, and it was just uh, released in March under the label Other People, which is Nicholas Starr's label, I think. Mm. And uh, the record's called Imbalance, and uh, honestly, couldn't find too much about it. But there's, there's, he speaks about revisiting the soundscapes of his childhood, and uh, so there's the echoes of political unrest, of Greek Catholic chants, and quiet nights of a quiet nights, quiet nights of a secluded southern village, and uh, we'll hear what that sounds like. So this cool. is figure from the record Imbalance from Sari Musa.
Sa Sarimosa figure from his uh, recent album Imbalance. I don't know about you, but I really hear, I really, really hear this, uh, the sounds of urban construction, which I find is very significant. If you go to Beirut, with all of this mm. like, drills and, and yeah, the sounds of construction and then the distorted church bells and, and an organ. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely very touching. Yeah, probably the most uplifting. And mellow. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's nice that it's sort of positive because what's coming next is pretty dark. <laughs> right, hit us. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, my next selection is a Turkish um, artist, producer, musician who's currently based in Berlin. And she seems to have been a prolific artist of late um, with her debut album, Her Trembling Seized, um, and doing a lot of remixes. She has released this album from which I chose a song that is called Sheb i Yelda. And her name, she goes under the name of Ran, uh, which means roads at night. That's an abbreviation for it. And in this whole album, she has taken inspiration from a Persian term that signifies the longest night. And her works are inspired by an Ottoman poet called Bosnian Sabit Effendi. She's taken his verses and used some ele deep electronic sounds with distortion and dark ambience. Okay. Uh, the track is called Sabah, as in the morning. Uh, and I would like to sort of note that she is known for her uh, works on political changes, invasions, false claims, wars and humanitarian crises. So basically what we're about to listen to, it's a morning of distorted screeching frequencies, creating sort of dark ambience. All right. Yeah. Thank you. 
that was a uh, big contrast. Yeah, very. Uh... Did you hear the heartbeat? Did you hear a heartbeat throughout? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It sounded like a bad trip, you know, like uh, a never ending night. Yeah, for sure. In the deep. <laughs> okay, who's next now? Yamun. Yamun. Let's see what's next. Okay, I'll play uh, Return of Black September by Muslim Goose. Uh-huh. So, yeah. He's the guy is not from the Greater Mina region. He's a he's mm. a Macedonian chap. Mm. <laughs> he's from Manchester, but uh, he's definitely a, a very interesting character. He released more than ninety albums. It's uh, crazy. In in a very short period of time, like he died on of the days uh, of the age of thirty eight, but he was like a machine. Yeah. Mm. So eclectic his output within electronic music production, but it ranges from like so like ambient ethnic ambient as the term is called, all the way to uh, dub and uh, techno and hardcore, uh, hardcore mm. noise and drones and so on. Why did you choose this uh, track in particular? Yeah, because I like it. Okay, <laughs> just because. Okay. Yeah, uh, but generally, I just wanted to highlight him as a person and. Okay. Uh, and I just chose this track because I happen to have the record. Yeah. Um, I think a, a big, uh, he played a big role also in deconstructing like these common notions of what music from the greater MENA region should sound like. So, and in a very, in a very sensitive way. So, I mean, for me, I, it was always this mysterious character. I had no idea what was behind it. And very recently, because a friend of mine, he really adores his music. Uh, shout out to Ayman. He reintroduced me to Muslim gods and I just recently Googled him and, and read like the shocking conditions of his death being so young, but also like you said, having produced so much music and yeah, kind of this very mysterious character. Uh, there's a book about his life released recently with oh. a 10, 10 uh, with a vinyl uh, set basically, 10, yeah. 10 records and a book and a CD from uh, yeah. Vinyl On Demand, no, from Vinyl On Demand. Uh, the guy, like a guy who's very much into him, he just went in depth and researched his life. Like I fantasize about doing a documentary about him with one of my direct documentary mm. friends. One day, maybe. Mm. One day. Um, yeah, I think that a lot of the electronic musicians and ambient musicians, all also from the region, do have a bit of mystery around them, where they do not reveal much about their personalities um, and um, yeah, you... and personal information. Ours. I know he's, I, he's I, I was, the guy. I, I know that he's English, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm bringing us back to the region as well in comparison. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, but generally, like, from his output, what's unique about his output, and lots of people, like, accused him that he uses this kind of shock like the, the way he uses the political the political names of his uh, releases is just like a way to kind of market himself and sell more but lots of people who knew, really knew him as a person like speaks the opposite that he was very sincere and he was very invested in this and it means a lot to him generally mm. the issue and mm. and it branched it started by the Palestinian uh, the Israeli invasion of South Lebanon but uh, the turn of Black September Black September whoever doesn't know what Black September is Christina. Black September uh, or Eilul al-Aswad, it's an event that happened in uh, September 1970, um, uh, where the PLO was uh, ousted from Jordan. 
without going into details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google, Google it. any other yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So I'll play the tune. Please.
Wow. That's an incredible tune. Is anybody there? Indeed. Yes, I'm here. Yeah. And I was looking at what year it was made in. It was, mm. I think, released in 1996. Yeah. And when it comes to my research, um, I was trying to look for ambient productions in the like 70s, 80s and 90s, which were really much harder to come across. And especially like also from the Palestinian side as well, because now we have the amazing works of Muqata'a, who uses a lot of soundscapes and also um, Hakim George, who's based in Santiago and use a lot of the conflict sounds and just soundscape sounds from Palestinian surroundings. But this is obviously from 1996, which is uh, a nice trip back in history. Mm. So dynamic, the sound is like really like, you know, it's beyond stereo somehow. Like you have this like really simple rhythm in the background from a darbuka or something. Mm. But then the, the, the processed sound with this effect just goes in this circular shape. It's, it's, it's really well made technically, you feel. Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah yeah he's got thousands and thousands of tunes it's like a it's a They're world spent. prolific yeah that, it's a life mission that. to get through some of this uh, starplat the label the main label that used to put his music out uh and they had a, like a sister label in the u.s called monoily call i think but starplat mm -hmm. till this day release music from uh muslim girls because it's unreleased tracks he just used to send them a lot until today they released unreleased music and the owner said in one interview that he still have material to release for the next five years for Mr. wow impressive <laughs> wow well but rest in peace yeah rest mm. in peace. and Don't. thank you for all of this incredible creativity that has been shared yeah yeah, yeah. okay right so we're short um, on time we've got 25 more minutes and cool. i'm gonna move on with a track from georgia which I discovered thanks to Yaman, who, when he visited Georgia, he brought back a record for me, which is called Sleepers, Poets, Scientists. I don't know if you remember. Yes, I do yeah. remember. So it's, uh, it's the first uh, record released from the Creative Education Studio, which is uh, it's an education center in Tbilisi. And it was founded by an artist who this, uh, this track is by. Her name is Natia Sartania Kituashvili. And she's otherwise known as Stia. The song is called One. And uh, yeah, so she's a classically trained uh, pianist. And then she moved on to do uh, more electronic music. And she's founding this, uh, this media school, this creative media school. And uh, the album comprises uh, work from 
nine female Georgian producers who were part of wow. this uh, school. And I really, really enjoyed this record. And uh, this was the first track I heard off of it. Uh, and it was Yaman gave me the record. I didn't have a record player at the time. And I found it online and I was listening to it on repeat. And yeah, again, going a bit into another direction with some uh, piano and uh, yeah, some more relaxing vibes. Cool. Guys, I will have to say um, that although I would love to listen to this one, I am going to have to run uh, as I have a meeting. Uh, so, sorry, <laughs> online. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's been a pleasure being on this uh, on this episode and uh, having me on Root Radio and hosting all of us. Um, the next song that I would have loved to play was by Yumna Saba. Uh, but let's see how that goes. Enjoy listening to uh, Emily's Georgian uh, Sleepers Poets. Thank you. And thanks for joining us, Christina. Good luck with your... Thank you, meeting. Emily. Thanks. And Bye. 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 And Abu Hamed. So this is uh, Stia 1. You grow old. old. And you find nothing. And you don't let it know you yet. This world and the processes are
So that was Stia one from Sleepers Poets. No, what was it? Sleepers Poets oh. and Scientists. Scientists. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Yaman. I've been to the institute where they do the training. It's in this like hub in Tbilisi, and they do like amazing work training young kids. And oh wow, place, yeah, that's incredible. Shout out to Georgia Tbilisi, best people. <laughs> <laughs> so Christina left us, and uh, we're gonna play her last tune, which she briefly presented was from Yumna Sabah, and the track is called Hubut from the anthology of electroacoustic Lebanese music. And then just briefly about Yumna, she's a musician musicologist and is currently working on a research project that investigates the relationship between the art of the Qasida, so a musical form that's based on vocal improvisation of classical Arabic poetry texts, and uh, electronic and electroacoustic treatments. So let's listen to that. Hubut.
That was nice. Yeah, I feel like it's uh, she's walking around in circles. <laughs> no, it's yeah. very touching. Um, her work resembles. Do you know Seth Ayaz? Uh, Ayaz, he's like a Mauritius, London-based uh, sound artist, and he does stuff around Maharaj al-Huruf and uh, like sound, uh, sound uh, designs and sound compositions around uh, like different really interesting projects mm. around uh, Maharaj al-Huruf and the Arabic language generally. Okay, no, I've never heard of him. Yeah, he's 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 not like a musician. He's more like of a like uh, he uses sound as a medium, as an artist, uh, and um, installations and so on. Hmm. Cool. So Yemen. Next really one. ten minutes. <laughs> uh, so it's got it, it's it's eight minutes, but uh, cut out whenever you feel it's com- uh, it's suitable, Emily, on your side. Um, it's. Um, so the song, it's not a song, it's a side A of a, of a record released, mm. uh, not on a label, by an artist called Faro Chromium. And he's, uh, it's, so his real name is uh, Ghazi Barakat. He's a, a Palestinian uh, artist based in Berlin. And he has some really interesting work. Not um, He haven't got uh, lots of attention commercially. He puts lots of his music on, not on a label. He presses vinyl though, but he have a really interesting album um uh, called uh trials in mediterranean reintegration or something or something like this uh but i highly recommend checking him out his work is brilliant and this record is called uh, gaza uh, so the side a kind of deconstructs and reconstructs events that took place in the protective edge um, uh, operation in july 2014 uh when the Israeli uh, military forces uh, went into Gaza Strip and start bombing people in order for uh, Hamas to submit. Mm. Um, and uh, so it takes, yeah, let's listen to it. It's an interesting piece. What's the track called? Yes, so it's that's the, so it's a mumbo jumbo of things. So it's intro Azadin oh, Qassam, right. uh, shooting of Salim Khalil, who's a Shamali who, who was shot brutally by the Israeli forces for no reason mm. and was uh, captured and footed. And then IDF. And then shop talk, mashy mashy. So it's just a so the whole side A of the record goes in one go. Yeah. So um, you have the side A. So just play as uh, as much as you can. I really don't think then. we should cut it. No, no, but it's, it's very long. Like it. <laughs> but so, I mean, as you wish. Yeah. But it it would be really nice yeah. to just get this feeling of of listening to the whole side of the record. And yeah. I think yeah. we should play it. And that's our last track. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. do that. <laughs> All right. You may die. Everybody wants to see a ground invasion. Uh, that's why it's so important uh, for Hamas to stop the rocket fire against Israeli citizens immediately. Death in the making. The casings of rockets are forged here, painted, then filled with explosives. Making explosives for rockets is a special skill. The most effective way these men have 
is to use TNT, a high explosive crushed into a fine white powder. The rocket seems to veer away to the left. Later, after fleeing fast, they reach the relative safety of the streets of Gaza City. Both men are happy with their work. Next time, I hope to hit uh, Israeli base soldiers, not citizens. My family support me 100%. You're going to do it again? That's for sure. This is a stone-like material. It's TNT. When we want to use this material, we grind it into a fine powder so as to give us the needed explosion strength. Islam is the right religion and because God be glorified ordained us to struggle on his path we believe that God will accept our struggle against the Jews they're the most evil sect on earth Get out! Get out! Get out! 
It's not just Fatah fighters who've been launching rockets. The most efficient forces are usually from Hamas, the Islamic resistance movement. They developed the Qassam rocket, and at the height of the Intifada in 2004, they even sent their own film crews to provide pictures in broad daylight. Sometimes they supply other supposedly rival groups, especially when there have been periodic ceasefires. These are the men whose job it is to fight Israel with whatever arms they can. And in the age of the internet, Google Earth, whose detailed satellite maps help them to decide where to point their rockets. We are here. That was a very, very, very uh, hard listening. Uh, that was the intro from Razi's album. What was it called? Razi Barakat, who goes under the pseudonym Faro Chromium. Can you hear me, Emily? Yes, I do. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? I guess not. So, thank you for for playing that, Yaman. If think, you can hear me, good. yes, <laughs> hello. Yes, yes, yes. It's a reminder, I think, of just the the strength of sound to to transport you into a whole different space. And I think, especially when we're so desensitized from news and from information about war and and bombing, that this can. I mean, this is very tough. It reminded me almost of sonic torture in some moments, but. It can give you a, um, a feeling from within of more nuanced kind of experience of, of certain situations. Yaman? 
Okay, Yamit's connection is off, but that's what I felt while I listened to this track. And uh, that's it from us. We were sorry we had to we had to bother you with so many uh, disruptions and technical difficulties. Ahmed, you've been amazing. Ahmed from Root Radio, thank you so much for making this happen. That's it from us. We were sorry we had to. I'm hearing myself on reverb now through Yaman's microphone. We seem to have more technical issues. In any case, this was amazing. We hope next time we have this sorted out better. And uh, thank you so much from the whole Dandana crew. And we'll be back next week with, with more tracks that we weren't able to play and hopefully we'll be able to catch up on. Uh, amongst other track from Sote who is an incredible Iranian artist who's, uh, you can see his, an artwork of his nephew uh, featured on this episode's uh, visual. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll dive into more uh, soundscapes. And uh, hope you all have a great day. And thank you for tuning in. This was Dandana.